0: Finescent kids for spades money yeah i'm gonna need to hear the full story of this
1: the full story of this most definitely okay (laughs) assume like most patreon episodes were rolling randomly right okay good um so in basic training you're not really allowed like means of entertainment um during your free time or anything like that like you don't have cell phones that take them from you um and like you can't You're have, have to talking to the mic more you can't have like playing cards or anything like that but what i did was there are note cards that you could get at the store
0: and what just I, make your own deck
1: yeah i cut the note cards in half and i wrote all the different card types on them of course we're playing with jokers because i'm not a fucking bitch um but uh so we would play these uh twenty dollar games of fucking spades um, it used to be five dollars, but I get I get like ballsy and you try to amp it up, and it got to the point where we were only doing twenty dollar games. I ended up winning somewhere between a grand and two grand off of people playing spades and uh, basic training, finessing the white kids or the black kids or who was it? No, it's uh that's the thing is is most uh most uh the thing is is most fucking people that don't know how to play a game aren't comfortable playing for money, and uh, a lot of it is uh the A lot of the culture behind spades is uh, most of the good players are black and they assume that the white players suck. So you have like a natural hustle behind playing people you don't know when you're a white person that can actually play spades really well. Frank Avancic, the fate of, face of white oppression, just coming into the black community. <laughs> I mean, stealing like, money. I mean, like fucking. That's the thing is, is like most, most like when I'm picking because it's a partner game, and mo- when I'm picking a partner, I'm real reluctant to pick a white partner. I'm real fucking reluctant to pick a white partner because most of them do suck. Frank Avancic. It's like they can play. They can, of they can institutionalize racism. Generally speaking, like white spades players can play reasonably well, but they don't know how to bet. They uh, they'll overbet. So like. Because the way you generally play, do you know how to play spades? <coughs> I came from a household of uppity e Negroes, my guy.
0: Okay. Never really played spades. We had, like, family reunions with, like, family members in Detroit, but, like, niggas was playing Madden and shit, so okay. it was never, like, a thing of spades.
1: Okay. um, A lot of times, it's either or and not both with the spades and dominoes anyways. Um, I didn't ever play dominoes, though, but, um, I mean, as far <coughs> so as, like. So, fun,
0: fun, funny story. I'm, I knew how to play dominoes briefly in my life. I've never played but I learned how to play dominoes from old ass white people in Guatemala. No, oh,
1: that's not. That's, <laughs> that's not typical. Yeah, that's a
0: very Lawrence story. That's a Lawrence ass <laughs> story. It really is.
1: Um, but uh, g- the general concept of spades is you take books and you want to get. You, basically, there's thirteen. So um, there's fifty two cards in a deck. You have four people playing. Each of you puts a card. You get has a 13 card hand, and you all put you each put a card in. Whoever has the highest card takes the fucking book. Spades trump everything. So when you play a spade, you fucking take it unless someone pays a higher spade. You don't need to know the rules of it because we're not playing spades right now. But, um, you when you look at your hand, you're trying to figure out how many books you can take with how powerful your hand is. The game isn't about luck as much as it is about being smart with your hand and playing it correctly and shit like that but uh so white like white players that are decent can generally like function in the game well but they don't know how to bet correctly so they'll overbet because if you don't make the amount of uh, books you bet you get negative that points instead of positive that point so like you'll get like 80 points if you make eight books and bet eight books but if you uh bet eight books and get seven you get negative 80 so like it's, it turns around real quick if you overbet interesting you were just finessing the shit out of people at boot camp, huh? Yeah, I found a good partner, and then uh, we started rolling people.
0: Yeah, and you spent some time overseas, right? You want to talk about that? or?
1: Um, yeah, I went to Afghanistan for a year. Um it was in uh, 2011, July 2011. Actually, a uh, funny story. When uh, It was 2010, because when I landed there... Um, it was my twenty-first birthday, right when I landed. I remember you
0: telling me about that.
1: Yeah. Um, so, for those of you who don't know me, I started balding when I was seventeen. So I'd been buying alcohol illegally before um, before I turned twenty-one. It wasn't that big of a deal uh, because I, I'd been I've been able to have access to alcohol for a long time because no one no one IDs the uh, the guy with the fucking quick hairline. Tangent. So
0: both Frank and I had uh, divorces with our hairlines. Yeah. And um, as part of that joke, I kind of wanted to call this podcast the Skinheads Podcast. Oh, jeez. That's just so fucking rough. (laughs) That's so fucking rough. We had this conversation of like, we both wanted to do it,
1: but it was just... "Mm." There's no way we can get away with that, right? (laughs) Fucking... My worry was we would literally have to-, to have the fucking picture have you in it no matter what, <laughs> like no matter fucking what.
0: Skinheads podcast featuring. And yes, there's no way it guy. can
1: even look one percent like there's any violence on you in the picture or else it's over <laughs> fucking But um, like,
0: it was it was more worry of like
1: <laughs> accidentally having the wrong fan base. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like or like attracting the wrong people, even if they like it for different reasons or whatever. Like, fucking. right. Cause you know how fucking hypocritical those people can be. A lot of them roll around listening to fucking DMX and then like fucking <coughs> those
0: Yeah, thank you. I, I
1: can't say it, so but uh, but yeah, no. Um, so the day I landed in Afghanistan, well, in transit we went to Kuwait for a few days. It was like 120 degrees out Fahrenheit outside. Some shit you don't normally feel. Um, Fuck shit! I blow myself up. That shit'll take too, if your I fucking soul out. Degrees. That shit'll take the fucking soul out your body. That, that was in Kuwait though. That's not. That's uh, a generally peaceful place for U.S. So soldiers. you're telling me that all
0: I have to do is blow myself up, and, and I don't have I don't to, be have hot to do, anymore. don't
1: have to deal with this heat. Yeah. All right. Well, let's do it. Your body will cool off. That when explains you suicide bombing. When you stop so fucking much. pumping blood, your body cools <laughs> off. But uh, but but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like uh but we landed in actual Afghanistan, unpacked our bags, went out to the smoking area. And I'm talking to a fucking sergeant that was in charge of our platoon and I'm like, "What time is it?" He says, "2359." I'm like, "I turn 21 in 1 minute." 2359
0: is 1159 for uh, people who have never had a job that requires them to work on the 24-hour system
1: <laughs> or <laughs> or for people who don't have a general concept of fucking math. Yeah. <laughs> but it's worth, the 24 hour system, it's so beautiful. It's way better. It's so way, bad. It's fucking way better. I don't know why we use this fucking PM, AM bullshit. Because we want to miss alarms sometimes. That's the only fucking, the only <laughs> change is you're just going to, you're going to fuck up your alarms sometimes, man. That's why, that's like, when I go to, um, I'm going to fuck it. It's funny how, like, go for it. Yeah. But uh, when I set my alarms, I am a very, very, very light sleeper, which actually, it's funny that we're going to come back around to deployment because that's when I started being a light sleeper. I'm not really sure the reason. Um, probably um a fight or flight reaction. It's just- probably it's probably some de- some degree of PTSD. Um but um but no, I, I am a very, very light sleeper, but I but I don't have the balls to set one alarm. I always get up from the first alarm. No, I set six. I set two. One, one minute after the other. And and um there's like there's a few reasons. Like and one of them is if I accidentally set it to AM instead of PM or PM instead of AM, I'll notice immediately when I try to set the second one. Because they won't be next to each other. Mm. Um. And because like it's just, I feel like that by principle, if you set one alarm, you're ass gonna miss it, right? Yeah. Even though I always, always, always get up from the first one. You wake up from the first one, the but you're ones, still in bed. The second one's chilling. just having respect for the fucking <laughs> for the fucking system. You know what I mean?
0: The first alarm is the wake up the alarm, and the second alarm is all right, motherfucker, get the fuck out of here. Oh, that. it
1: has no function for me. I'm always awake already. But like it, it's like it's just so it's just the failsafe, you know? Um, <laughs> But yeah, um so I landed in Afghanistan, smoking my first cigarette. Fucking um actually it's, it's uh, one of my profile pictures. <coughs> you smoke weed? Someone, you smoke cigarettes? What's up? I smoked weed before I smoked cigarettes. Yeah. Um <laughs> I smoked I started smoking weed when I was uh, 14. I started smoking cigarettes when I was 17. Meanwhile, I'm over here smoking this hookah. Um and I smoked weed very close to every single day until I joined the army when I was 19. Um I smoked a fucking lot of weed when I was in high school. But um but no, um, um so I'm, I'm smoking a cigarette, twenty three fifty nine, and uh, you know, I'm like I'm like, I turned 21, 21 in one minute. And he's like, Well, happy birthday, Avancing, you're in Afghanistan. <laughs> 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 like an, and then and then another friend of mine takes a picture of my reaction, and that was my profile picture for a long time. Fucking so I can pull up for you real quick.
0: That's a very frank ass move
1: yeah it is it is fucking because i don't i I don't care about self-deprecating profile pictures i had the the puke picture for my profile picture for like a month and a half my pro i don't take many photos of myself so my profile pictures just sit there for a year yeah like, i was like that for a while but then like you know i gained some weight so i figured it was like fake at that point so i should probably change it because like i had a couple people from like dmc not recognize me and shit and i'm like i should probably change my profile picture i'm
0: just not on facebook enough to really care about my profile picture so it's like the same fucking eh,
1: It's funny profile picture from years ago yeah <laughs> but, um, but yeah so when i went overseas um there it is that's my that's my fucking. As soon as he said oh. happy birthday, basically someone took a picture of me. And oh, baby it. Frank! Oh, baby Little Frank! Baby Frank! Tw- Fresh twenty one, baby Frank, man. Um, but yeah, uh, we uh, when we were overseas uh, at that point um, in two thousand ten, the main mission was just to uh, train the Afghan National Army to where they could uh, keep the country safe without us being there. Because it's always been an issue of you know, you go in you take out a lot of like objectively bad shit I don't think anybody that is even reasonably educated on the situation over there would say that we're doing a bad thing for them But you have a responsibility when you take down a regime to uh, put some stability back in so it doesn't fall back apart or so it doesn't get like automatically taken back over but um So yeah, we're uh, training the Afghan National Army When I was there the majority of the time I was there we were teaching them how to shoot rifles
0: and drive I remember you telling yeah, you, um, the experience of teaching <sighs> <geez. laughs> Afghan so, kids how to drive.
1: Yeah, so like, well, when we when we first got there, the uh, the first month or so, um, we had maybe two months. We had a uh, a few groups of guys come from the mountain areas that had never even seen vehicles before, because it's not they there aren't roads that you could drive vehicles up to, because it's it's so like the terrain is just so ridiculous in some of the areas of, of Afghanistan. Um, so we had to teach them how to drive with Humvees, which are very large vehicles. They're like Hummers are smaller than Humvees. Humvees are pretty, pretty big. Um, and then we had to teach them how to drive (coughs) stick because their vehicles were stick shift for Rangers. Um, so we had to teach them how to drive stick and they were scared shitless of these vehicles. (laughs) So that was interesting.
0: That's interesting.
1: Yeah. Sure. So you have to like. (laughs) <laughs> deal over with, the car phobia you gotta deal with them you gotta deal with the interpreters which are generally temperamental they get really angry with the fucking soldiers for no reason because they think like they're like they kind of you kind of get like a like a <laughs> i bet Samuel you those, L. jackson and Django feel to them sometimes i bet you those those niggas were real sad where they thought they, like, they thought they were like they thought they were like above the fucking soldiers or something like that you know fucking what i mean google translate came out and those motherfuckers like shit
0: <laughs> yeah
1: job security gone for real. But um, but yeah, and of course I got the only fucking interpreter that doesn't shower. Fucking my god. Um so like you fucking you fucking got the neck Neckbeard
0: interpreter. Yeah, I got the only. Just, well, you have to
1: realize that like the majority of uh, Afghanistan doesn't have like cr- clean running water, so like the majority of the people don't shower. They just this, they just wash their feet, so they this, smell really, 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 really bad. Like a, a, this
0: nigga getting the dry shampoo like, care pack. Never,
1: you have never smelled bo like I smell. You don't understand. You don't understand how bad it gets. You really don't. Like, so magic tournaments don't phase you. No, like seriously, they really don't. Um, and uh, because I've been in sealed vehicles with two people that haven't showered in fucking. Years. Years? Question. So possibly ever.
0: And do you like you like a little armpit stink on your women or not? Nah? I find sometimes. a little armpit stink appealing
1: sometimes. You know, the pheromones in the air. It depends. A little something. I think it's that fine. Dick hard, I think it's fine. Know? Like I mean, like there's something uh, sexually attractive to like a woman that just got done working out or something. They're all yeah. they're nice and like sweaty. You yeah. know, trying to taste that work ethic for sure. Exactly, exactly. I want to taste that work that work ethic. But um. But yeah, so we, we trained them how to drive for a couple months, that was interesting. We spent the majority of the rest of the time we were there teaching them how to shoot. They were not good at shooting. Um, <laughs> they, they weren't good at shooting at all. Their standards were a lot lower than ours, and it was really, really, really hard to get them to qualify through like lang- language barriers. Um, some of the experiences they've had with American soldiers were from them being pretty angry, um, reasonably so. Deplo- deployment suck balls. Um,
0: talk a little. Talk up a little bit. Okay.
1: Um, and uh,
0: just like naturally, talk louder than you normally would.
1: Yeah. Um, so, uh, what was I saying? So yeah. So like the so, the soldiers are generally like more scared of us than they would be other people and stuff like that. And we're trying to teach them how to shoot rifles. And it's just really hard to get them to shoot like completely correctly because you have to be like in the right headspace to shoot correctly because you have to sh- squeeze the trigger just right you have to um the fundamentals of shooting um you you're you're supposed to shoot at the same part of your breath every time and you're supposed to tr- squeeze the trigger a, a certain way it's uh, it's touchy if you haven't done it before
0: yeah i've never shot a gun um we should go to a shooting range sometime
1: we could um i'm going to get guns at some point so when i do that i could fucking
0: once we, we get a that. camera to do like a video component of the show yeah we should like do random shit and record it.
1: It'd be cool. We just do random shit together. Yeah. That'd be kind of dope. Um, I'd be down. Uh, yeah, I think it'd be cool to, like, do a couple episodes on video and then just start doing other shit, too. Or For maybe sure. we could even just start doing our Patreon episodes on video, possibly. Maybe. If, if a Patreon gets, like, enough support to fucking to start doing yeah. ridiculous shit like that. Like, my
0: current plan is, like, once we get enough Patreon support, uh, we'll buy a camera slash i need a better mic like my mic is fine for what it does but like uh getting a blue yeti would be like an increase in audio quality yeah but also just having a camera to um do like the
1: lawrence and frank do random shit i've also thought about other stuff like i don't know we'll have we'll have morgan since we talk about him all the time we'll have him record for us if he's available
0: yeah like fucking uh what is it we could do like riff tracks on movies and shit just us talking shit
1: straight through movies and stuff yeah for sure we'll get back to that in a second um but a lot of the fundamentals of shooting don't really work well when you're nervous so like a lot that's why uh that's a lot of what makes people a lot better at shooting when they've done it a few times is most people are at least to a certain degree nervous when they shoot for the first time because there's a lot of power behind that little trigger right you have like a natural respect that you should have you should never lose the respect for uh what a gun can do but um but yeah I So I,
0: empathy plays into it right what's that like empathy is a concept just like how it uh changes your ability to like shoot a gun and just like the general like respect of life i guess
1: and well like, there's a difference between when you're shooting at targets and when you're actually doing shit <laughs> but um
0: well it's like if you're someone who's just held a gun You're like, oh, I could die, right? There's, like, that feeling of, like, I could die. Don't play with guns, kids, that sort of thing. Yeah. And it's, like, I imagine someone who just, like, kind of doesn't care about their life is probably better at shooting. Because they're just, like, fuck it, let's go.
1: I've just been, generally speaking, I've been irrationally low fear on most things. You're a
0: nigga from Ohio. Like, Ohio trains you to just not give a shit.
1: Yeah, it's de- like, generally speaking, meth, yeah, because there's, there's like drugs, uh, natural disasters, all kinds of shit that people are naturally on. really afraid of that you just get used to. Yeah,
0: right. There's just like Ohio is just a fucking shithole, so you just get like yeah. naturally desensitized to stuff.
1: Yeah, it makes sense. I never thought about it that way, but that's probably a lot to do with it. Um, but yeah, but it, so they were they were more nervous around us. Um. And I think that had something to do with how uh, how much of a, pro- a difficulty they had learning how to shoot. But it was really hard to get them to qualify. I would say we weren't able to get more than half of them to qualify ever. Um, Interesting. Yeah. And it's weird, though. It's You get a weird feeling uh, training um, their army because it's estimated that between a fourth and a third of them are undercover Al-Qaeda learning things from us. <laughs> Um, so you're like teaching the enemy too, kind of, which is a problem. That's a huge like percentage. it right? is so it's a, a, it's a very alarming percentage that of them. is, <laughs> yeah. that is disturbing and, you, and when you and I heard about that before I went over there and you can kind of fucking see it in them because some of them are just look at you differently. you know what I mean? Um, there was this one guy. Um, he was like six foot. They're really short there, by the way. Right. The fucking average height for Afghans, I'm pretty sure, is like five, 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 six. Which African is a weird
0: meals. thing. Like uh, in Guatemala, like I was just naturally taller than everyone. Like grown yeah. ass men I'm looking down at them. I was like 100, 15, 16, or
1: whatever. And my fucking sergeant thought it'd be funny to put uh, all the smallest people with me. <laughs> fucking so like For those of
0: you who've never seen Frank, he's like six foot two ish. Yeah. Fucking white ass nigga, just big.
1: Just, just a big dude. And I was like, fucking always in the gym at the time too. Like I, I i done some muscle development at this point in my life. Like um, I'm a
0: tall person, but Frank like
1: I'm six two. Um and I'm I'm a big dude. Um but yeah, uh fucking yeah, he would put all the small people with me, but there was this one uh class, they had this guy that was like six foot freakishly tall for them. And you could tell he'd only been around smaller people because he had this fucking attitude, right? Oh, it was it yeah. was the first time he'd experienced short man syndrome. Yeah, for sure. Like,
0: like in Ohio, like like one of my ex girlfriend's dad was like six four, so it was just like, oh, this is a tall ass nigga, and you just got to cope with that.
1: Yeah, well, this dude is the is the big dick on campus dude. He's used to being the, he's used to being the biggest dude there, but he was lanky. He wasn't even that big, really. But he was he wouldn't. Fuck. When we were having them all group up with all of us and everything, you know, they told him to go with somebody else. we we'll um, home Snoop Dogg. Yeah, well, they they told they told him to go with I think my buddy Mendez. I'm not sure which one of them, and he wouldn't get up. Um, he was just sitting there with a the fucking attitude. He looked like fucking. Uh, like a greaser or something he had his hair slicked back and shit fucking um so i fucking i had to i had to fucking get him to get up um but uh that was fun <laughs> he was in my group oh, <laughs> he, with was, he was he was he was in my group fucking uh and i uh, i taught him how to drive and he was just fine fucking he was ready for that jihad yeah but I didn't, I didn't, I, to be clear, I didn't actually fuck his ass up. I just threatened to, very loudly.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Abdul! <laughs> I like, again, Abdul! I didn't actually have, I didn't, because it sounded like I was kind of like hinting at that I fucked his ass up. I didn't actually have to fuck his ass up. I just threatened him, and he fucking listened, real quick. Fucking. <laughs> threatened to feed this nigga pork in the middle of yeah. the night. I mean, no, I was just gonna fucking, <laughs> I was just gonna feed him his teeth, but, <laughs> fucking, That ain't halal. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. (sighs) I can't get away with saying like the last five things you said.
0: (laughs) I get away with saying a lot of like kind of racist shit because I'm black. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's It's fucking fucking great. I can't can't fucking. I can't get away with the shit you just said. It's weird being like a liberal in Ohio because it's like. I'm liberal, but I'm also a little bit racist
1: because like black people are also black people are like naturally distrusting of their cultures and like 100 percent yeah for good you know, reason <laughs> right, right. <laughs> they've been betrayed by other cultures many a time yeah again, i refuse to go on boats no. ah, that's i don't fucking, fuck with boats that's
0: fucking crazy that's why they don't like the water right yeah i can swim but
1: i don't no. <laughs> it's like well yeah. that's the thing is, is like fucking um a lot of the swimming comes from like It being naturally, like, terrible for your hair and shit as a black person, right? Where you don't naturally want to get in the water. Why black people people don't tend to be able to swim as well, right? Um, I think black people not being able to swim is more of
0: just, like, an economic thing. Like, swimming pools and swimming lessons are, like, a costly thing.
1: Um, So, like, when I learned how to swim, my grandfather taught me. uh, I think a lot of it may have to do with black people not going camping because they don't fuck with animals, too, though. Because you don't end up going into the pond or whatever, you know what I mean?
0: Well, it's sure like there are cultural barriers yeah. but there's also just like a lack of swimming pools or like when people, black people are in swimming pools they aren't really swim- swimming they're like hanging out or like yeah. when you go to like black pool parties the pool, the pool is like a centerpiece yeah it's, it's less of a-, a thing people are in like the kids may jump in but like everyone else is not fucking with the pool and like when I learned how to swim there was like a community center that was nearby so like me and my grandfather would walk oh I don't know ish miles like we lived in the west side of Dayton and went to the Linden Center okay um, which was right off of Edwin C. Moses so like we went there and uh, I learned how to swim there but it's like you know it's not necessarily like a thing that black people just like do it's not like a thing that people have just like straight up access to yeah Uh, so like there's an economic barrier of like actually learning how to swim so you know, and even then, like, black people, even when you, like, know how to swim, it's not necessarily a thing that you just, like, do. Like, I I don't really enjoy swimming. Yeah, I don't fuck with swimming either. It's just, like, it's, like, a thing I can do, and it's, like, a skill I have. But it's not a thing that I, like, recreationally do. Yeah. It's, like, sure, if I'm in a position where, like, I have to swim as a survival sort of situation, I'll do it. You'll be all right. But, uh... I'm not fucking recreationally jumping in water. Like, you fucking hop in the water, you hear Negro spirituals, you know, you hear the ancestors and shit. <laughs> like,
1: the actual secret is that when black people go underwater, they hear ancestral chants <laughs> that, you, that you can't hear above water, so they just don't want to fucking fuck with it.
0: Yeah, that fucking Shaka Zulu chant. Boom, 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 boom.
1: It's like <laughs> in Harry Potter. <laughs> you fucking <laughs> see that shit where, like, you can only hear the fucking riddle underwater or whatever, but it's like fucking, you're just always hearing spiritual shit.
0: But yeah, it does fuck up like black women's hair because like relaxers and shit, yeah, and all that. It's like black hair is
1: harder to tame. But like you know, it's nice to see that. Uh, I, I figured. I, I always assumed it was like the chemicals from the pool and like the the more temperamental hair.
0: Uh, it's not necessarily sure that it's temperamental. It's just like hay- water fucks up everybody's hair. Yeah. But like, um, due to like Eurocentric standards of beauty, black hair. Has been like heavily scrutinized, yeah. So you have like black women straightening their hair
1: and the, the like, like, there's a heavy oh, so, stigma. So so they're like straightening the fuck out of their hair, and that causes their hair to be more damaged. And then the chemicals from the pool can cause more, more damage, right? Something like that. that. Makes it's sense. like that makes sense to me.
0: <laughs> it's like you can't just necessarily have a black woman in water because it's gonna like curl their hair, and it's like that isn't considered beautiful, and uh, yeah modern society and it's just like you know let your curls fly sis i appreciate them curls you know yeah i'm trying you know fucking put that pick in it let that shit say i'm good with it what's what's up (laughs) but um yeah so you had like the weird guy who was like definitely al-qaeda
1: and you had to just like awkwardly train him regardless it wasn't like I didn't even know if he was necessarily okay. It just made me think of him when I was talking about those people. Because those people would always have like an attitude or something. But um, I that, that dude just thought he was too hot for shit. You know what I mean? He was like way bigger than everybody else that he'd been around and shit. So he hadn't ever been around someone that was bigger than him until that day. So yeah, not used to that shit
0: small man syndrome is a weird fucking thing well
1: it wasn't small man syndrome he was he was the biggest fucking person around you know what uh, I mean like you, you gotta realize he was like six foot and everybody else was like five five he was towering over everybody that he knew you know so he thought he was the shit because like there six foot is like fucking six nine here you know? and fucking America showed up and it was just like yeah oh okay yeah well I mean you know he's used to not he's used to not having to do what he didn't want to do so and he didn't like us so but yeah, he he listened to everything I told him to after that day though.
0: Got any fun stories or it sounds like your <clears throat> experience um overseas was fairly standard or benign just like kind of just training and nothing super like out of pocket happened.
1: Um well there was one time um when we were teaching them how to shoot that uh one of the soldiers was missing a few magazines, and he was convinced that we stole them from him. And he was like yelling and shit. And my buddy Mendez, the same one I was just referring to, pretty much like told him to to fuck off because like we, did, we didn't we didn't we didn't steal. We if you knew the amount of extra magazines we had back in the bay, it's ridiculous. they're strapped like, up. There is a zero che- percent. Magazines are really fucking cheap. They're like fucking a dime. You know what I mean? Like Did you hear the
0: Chris Rock skit where he was like the perfect answer to gun control isn't is making the guns keeping the guns at the same rate, but making the bullets super expensive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That
1: fucking skit was beautiful. It's some good shit, man. It's and there's there's a lot of truth behind it, like most good jokes. But um But yeah, so he's uh my friend pretty much tells him to fuck off. Um probably actually tells him to fuck off. Um and he, you know, walks off Everybody else gets back on their business, but I kind of notice how fucking angry this guy is, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm watching him because I'm I'm the person that's not on the range. There's one person that sits at the back, like with the vehicles and everything and watches the vehicles because the vehicles don't have like key access or everything. So you got to make sure nobody goes off the vehicles or whatever, you know? So I'm just back there smoking by the vehicles and I'm watching him and he gets on the ground and I'm like, what, what's this guy doing over here? So I like, kind of move over a little bit and he's loading his magazine with rounds so shit got real for a moment jihad and clock yeah no so he's <laughs> the thing is uh the way we were very careful about the way we went, uh, went about everything so like anytime we went to the range we made them take the bolts out of their rifles so there's a few steps you have to go through to assemble your rifle to fucking shoot somebody if you wanted to you know okay but he's loading uh, mag his uh, magazine around so i immediately lock and load and aim at him um and i'm like hey get him you know what i mean fucking and then they notice what he's doing his, uh, the, the, their, uh, sergeant went over and kicked him in the chest, took his rifle and they handled the situation. But, um,
0: it was clear some fuck shit was going yeah,
1: on. But yeah, there, so there was one moment where I was about to shoot a motherfucker. But <laughs> <laughs> other than that, it was pretty chill. Yeah. Other than, you know, knowing that like, there's all these people that want to kill you around you all the time. Other than that, it was pretty chill.
0: Yeah. I don't think I've ever asked you this, but like, what, what did you do? Like when you came back, like, what was your experience
1: coming back? Coming back was great. Being back in the States, what a beautiful place. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, I, I had all kinds of stupid shit I wanted to do while I was overseas. Like, you like put certain things on a pedestal and just like talk about how you want to do it when you come back and shit. Like, just a good burger. So, you remember, yeah, yeah, for it sure, for sure. Hit you, hit, hit up Spash Burger and order everything on the menu. 100%. You know, you you just want some junky ass fast food, right? Um, and like at Which, K- KFC, you remember, John, do you remember the KFC double down? no what was that the kfc double down um i referred to it as the kfc what the fuck (laughs) so it was let's put it this way it was a bacon sandwich but instead of bread it was two pieces of fried chicken
0: (coughs) okay now I remember that so
1: i was like this is the dumbest fucking thing i've ever seen i want to try it so bad like (laughs) so i I would fucking talk about the kfc what the fuck off and on and of course i had it when i went home and everything i think there's a picture on facebook somewhere but um but yeah, no, coming back home is, is legitimately like there's a huge breath of fresh air. Everything's like the same color over there. Everything's just fucking tan. You know, even the fucking buildings and everything, it's just <laughs> all fucking tan. People, the buildings, all the same. Everything. <laughs> look, look is that go. why you can't see them? Yeah. Fucking, <laughs> 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 it's, it's just all just tan. camouflage camouflage. Conflection. Or, <laughs> fucking, no. In, yeah. Complexion. Fucking <laughs> like talk. But, um,. But yeah, man. Uh, I don't think there's really anything else entertain. Oh, I did do um, when I was overseas. I started this whole series called "Who'd You Rather," and I used to do it on Facebook when I would go over the uh, internet shag. And I would I did it on, I did it all over Facebook, and it would be hold, up- hold on, quick second. Internet shack, covered in semen or not? No, no, it's too it's too open. Too open It's too open People ain't just jerking off The fucking computers Cause there's like <clears throat> Fucking four computers In a fucking line You know what I mean Interesting Yeah so people ain't just Jerking off next to their Fucking dude. You know what I mean <laughs> But uh But yeah no uh <clears throat> What I would do is I would fucking Photoshop A picture with two Fucking celebrities Next to each other And you just fucking Voted on who you'd rather fuck Made a whole Tournament <laughs> 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 I made a whole Fucking tournament Scarlett Johansson won Scarlett Johansson. One. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson won. You know, everybody's Avengers, favorite. Avengers had one. just come out. Yeah, fucking Scarlett Johansson won. Um, and then we did it. I randomly brought it back. Like it was like six months later when we were almost done. Um, because like the last few months we did uh, Tower Guard, where you go in the towers at the corners of all the fob and you fucking you know make sure nobody's fucking attacking from the outside or whatever. So we all had radios to each other and I did I would do who'd you rathers over the radio. So I would fucking just say the two names and each tower would be like Tower One, Natalie Portman. <laughs> <laughs> this was during Don't Ask Don't Tell, right? Uh uh-uh. uh. No, they, they they revoked Don't Ask Don't Tell while I was in. Actually it's pretty interesting. Oh, do tell, do tell. <laughs> I'm very interested. Yeah, it was pretty interesting. Uh, they, they took that out within the first year or two that I was there. um, And we had a few soldiers that I kind of knew, you know what I mean? For sure. But that's the thing is, is like some people were vocally against them getting rid of it. And I'm just like.
0: Why were they vocally against it?
1: Um, It's the amount of shit you do together um, uh, and shit like that. And I'm like, dude, they're there. You don't just think general homophobia. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. It's like fucking. It's just general homophobia. Not comfortable showering around gay dudes and shit like that. Fucking. Um, but uh, but yeah, I'm like, dude, they're there. You just don't want them to tell you. They're there. I promise you. There's probably there's a few people in this unit that are. Cause so I've got for a straight man, I've got a pretty fucking good gaydar. Fucking. <laughs> I'm like, they're there, dude. Fucking. You ain't Bro. talk. You ain't <clears throat> talked to fucking. You know man, what sucks when
0: your gaydar fails, like um. What was it? Fuck, I can't remember his name. Corey and uh what's his name? Well, like with you. <laughs> <laughs> Zoo! <laughs> <laughs> no, what's his name? Fucking um Corey and fuck, what's his name? Corey in the house? Corey and no dudes who used to it show up. Just sounds to like Mad that's what you're <laughs> trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> like in... No, the dudes who used to show up to match tournaments and everybody thought they were a gay couple. Oh, Cory
1: Zell and uh <laughs>
0: Damn, you don't need to put out the full name.
1: Um, oh, I, I promise you don't give a fuck. From Corey, the bottom of my heart and everything I know. I know yeah, Corey's Corey. Corey and the other fuck. dude, right? And his friend. Yeah. So, so disclosure, I may put this out as the regular episode because
0: it's like way more interesting than the fucking patron. The other episode we put out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But what happened was uh, we had two guys who used to show up to magic tournaments and everybody thought they were gay, t- a, a gay couple. And we were like, oh, that's cool. Like we were. Nobody gives a fuck. We were fine with it. Yeah, and they were the cutest fucking couple. And you find out Corey was straight. And I've never been more disappointed in my life that somebody was straight ever.
1: Yeah, we were all disappointed. Couple for sure. We were just like y'all need to fuck. Because that's the thing is Corey's friend. I don't remember his name. He's gay. He is gay. He was. He was was very very obviously gay. gay. Yeah, very obviously gay. Son, he was. He was not out of the closet. He He was. was, (laughs) He was. Fucking out of the closet. He was in the in all the musicals in high school out of the closet. Yes. Hundred percent. Um but yeah, no, and then and then Corey was enough gay seeming that when he was showing up with this dude all the time it yeah, it seemed like they were a gay couple for sure. And we were so happy and then we found out that
0: Corey was straight and we were fucking angry. Yeah. Oh, fuck. We were all tight about that. We were just like, "Can y'all just be gay for the culture?" Yeah.
1: <laughs> can you get? Can you like bring it back to the good old days when we thought you were gay? Exactly. I missed the good old days. The good old days that you don't, you can't relate to because you didn't know, but just we all thought it. you were gay. Just look it a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Come on. Yeah. For the fuck culture.
0: man. I was so mad when I found out they were straight. I was so fucking mad.
1: Yeah. Every now and then I randomly think about going going out to an FM and balling out.
0: Yeah, and then you remember that they're fucked. The last time I went to FM it was
1: just straight body odor. Yeah. that's. Is- a, there's a lot of things about that that you don't remember until you fucking experience it again. And that's the thing is when I randomly have to go out to loot for something. Like, the thing is when you sell your cards and everything, there's a certain level of card that you don't want to sell outside of a store. Like, if you sell like a $1 card you, and you have to ship it, where's your money at? You know what I mean? Like Exactly. If, so like if you have like I would sell like three dollar and lower cards at the store. Um But yeah, so anytime I randomly show up to Epic Loot for that shit, you just get reminded of some of the shit that you don't miss. Exactly. I Oh no I I just stopped going. I just wasn't enjoying it. We stopped going about the same time mm-hmm. um I stopped going because I got Moto and I didn't right at the same time I also realized that there's was, I was at the point where I wasn't gonna get better playing there so yeah it was like because like I'm only gonna play you and Josh so often and no one else there is gonna really like challenge me that much. I'm pretty either, much. I'm either gonna get unlucky or I'm gonna ball out on. Them. That was basically our expanse for a year, just
0: like racking up a shit ton of money, yeah. doing well, just beating the shit out people who are worse than us. And then, like, we'd give it, uh, advice to people who are worse than us and they would, like, blow it off or whatever. And it was just like, fuck this. Yeah. I'm just not going to show up.
1: Well, that's the thing is, like, that, that, uh, that shit we were talking about people thinking that generally tend to think they're smarter than they are. Also, a lot of times, though, they're thinking they're smarter than they are will sometimes make them think they're as smart as you when they're not. Well, again, <laughs> the Dunning-Kruger effect. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I can't remember what it was called, but um, but that's like a natural fucking side effect of that is like they won't take good advice when they get it a lot of the times. Because the thing is, is when there's only like two or three good players, sometimes you dodge all the good players. So if you're yep. like the the next tier, you're gonna do well sometimes and think you're a little better than you are. The well, moment I was showing FNM to FNM don't FNM anything.
0: Was when someone got paired against me, and they were like, "Oh fuck."
1: And I was just like, I don't want to be that guy. That's fair. Want, like, you don't, don't you don't want to be the fucking FNM final boss, right? It like, was just
0: like, it wasn't even that. It was just like, FNM's supposed to be like a fun experience and all that. And it's just like, I don't want to be the fucking guy that people are just like. The oh, guy fuck. that
1: grinds that grinds FNMs for fucking store credit. You don't want
0: to hobarty it up. Yeah. But it's just like, I want people to be able to enjoy themselves. And it's like, if somebody's just like, oh, I'm going to play against this person. They're going to fucking body me. And it's just like, like I get there are some esports like uh, fighting games or whatever where people have the culture of um, you know I'm going to play against this guy I'm probably going to lose but I'm going to learn something yeah it's
1: huge in fighting game culture yeah right
0: but like in magic culture it's very easy to like dodge that whole thing and like I just got to the point where I was just better than most of the people locally and it was just like it wasn't fun I was just beating the shit out of them they
1: weren't enjoying it I wasn't enjoying it
0: The thing about Magic... I'm not going to
1: show up. ...is, like, the game is complicated enough to where if you're not smart enough, you're not going to notice what you're doing wrong. If you're not looking at it the right way, you aren't either. Well, it's not even that. It's the fact that, like... The ego defends itself, so... Well, like, of
0: course. Like, the whole time we were too. showing up to tournaments, we were, like, giving people advice and shit on how good, to do Good Really good
1: advice, yeah. Like, and and we, just, know what, we know what people are fucking doing wrong.
0: Right, and people um, would just ignore it and shit, or, like, yeah. defend themselves. And I was just like, dude, I'm not attacking you. I'm not, like, trying to bash you or anything. I'm trying to, I'm help. Trying to help you. Yeah. Like, that's how I met Ken. Did, have I ever told you the story how I met Ken? No. Maybe, but tell it. So we played a couple times at FM. and, like, you know, sometimes he'd win, sometimes I'd win. And... There was one day where he was, it was a legacy tournament on Sunday or whatever, and I finished my match, and I was watching his, and he kept, like, this garbage fucking hand and got dumpstered. And I was like, you don't know what you're doing, do you? And he was just like, no, I don't know what I'm doing. There's
1: something, I, I love when people are willing to admit shit like that. Right, like, I kids, kids a fucking real nigga. I, I love fuck, that dude. I fucking love that shit. I fucking love that dude. And, um...
0: Like to put things in perspective, it's like someone now at a fucking Lamborghini stick shift and not knowing how to drive stick. Yeah. It was one of those things. It was yeah, like sure. you don't want to drive stick, let me teach you how to drive stick. So I invited him back to my place because that's how magic works. You just like, whatever. I'm gonna invite this nigga back to my place. I've never fucking talked to him before. Yeah. And um I taught him how to play better and like that was the foundation of a relationship. Yeah. I'm like, he's a cool dude. Uh it just like worked out. And most people in the area just like, like people don't know how to take advice and like, it's kind of one of those things where you like, you can lead the horse to water, but you can't make them drink. For sure. And um, that's kind of where we got frustrated as players, mm-hmm. just like got completely tired of dealing with that fuck shit. Mm-hmm. And it was just
1: like, all right, magic online. And you have like a lot of people that'll like go up to you and like try to shoot the shit about things that you don't really want to talk to and them just about. just like, you're dumb. Yeah, <laughs> cuz that's the thing face. is they'll try they'll tell you cuz uh, they'll they'll try to tell you some story about what happened and you're just like in your head you're like imagining the things that you're pretty sure they fucked up to get to this point. But again. <laughs> um
0: yeah, for sure.
1: And like I don't that's that's one of the things that was worst about like going to the tournaments in general is like the in between rounds times where people give you bad beat stories.
0: I there are people who charge for bad beat stories. I just kind of like walk away. What was nice about Lou is that um, we developed the habit of going to the bar next door and drinking. Yeah. So, like, we were smashing niggas, but we were also getting drunk. Yeah. And we would, like, drink. I would drink Japanese beer and fucking eat sushi in between rounds. For sure.
1: And it was fucking great. Um, Shout outs to Rob for all that shit he My nigga that. fucking moved out of the fucking, state Yeah that shit sucks He started all that shit Because he, he's, he's fucking low-key alcoholic and shit So like <laughs> <fucking>. <laughs> So like it. He'd be going over there Trying to get drinks and shit And we fucking go with him And fucking be uh, drinking beer and everything yeah. It was great He Rob, and I Rob hated awesome. each other
0: for a hot minute
1: I could see that Yeah I could see Very that much sure.
0: It's like one of those things When you know our personalities It's like very clear How we could hate each other and, 100% um, We just had like a dumb spat on like the internet well, something. yeah, you guys both argued about random shit for sure, so I, I see that shit happening. Yeah, and then, like, when I left Aiden and then moved back, he was like, yo, I'm sorry about all the fuck shit, blah, 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 whatever, and I was like, yeah, that's cool, and we became good friends, it was cool.
1: Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he he's moved. one of the cooler people from the fucking magic scene, for sure. Yeah, he moved to Connecticut or some shit. <laughs> something like that. One of the main New England states, I think, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, I wish the best to him. He was the homie. For sure. But, yeah. The whole process was interesting. Kind of just like, like, you know, the adage don't, you can lead a horse
1: to water, but can't make him drink, but it takes like experience to really internalize it. It takes trying to fucking shove the horse's head into the water and drowning a few horses before you realize that fucking, (laughs) you should just not give a fuck. (laughs) they, They don't fucking want that knowledge, man. Again, they don't really want that knowledge. They want you to fucking tell them what they're doing was right and that they got unlucky and shit. They want you to. Sure. They want you to validate their fucking opinions. They don't want your opinions.
0: Yeah, there isn't really a culture of self improvement. There's just like a culture of um, self preservation, I guess.
1: Yeah, the I would say the Dunning Kruger effect is definitely magnified in the in the magic community because the magic magic generally um, tends to attract smarter people games like it because it's complicated and- well it
0: attracts people who were deemed smart within their um exactly no that's what i'm saying and smarter it's people like- is,
1: smart is re- intelligence is relative to to your, where you're around obviously you know it's what like i mean the
0: people who thought they were smart and then they went to college and then they were like oh shit i'm average
1: yeah well you're going to compare yourself to your surroundings and shit so if you have if you're having 110 iq and you're around 90 iq people you think that you're fucking the same as someone who's got like a 130 iq is around 110 iq people and shit like that if iq points work that way which they don't but right you can be humbled very quickly but you say i'm 20 chunk bigger than all these people and this person's 20 chunk bigger than all this but you know what i mean fucking and you generally tend to look at everybody compared to yourself anyways so yeah most definitely you do have. You also have a lot of uh, people who haven't been exposed to other smart people that think they're the smartest person in the room, and they don't realize that in certain. You you find yourself in certain situations where you're surrounded by people that are really fucking smart and magic. Sometimes,
0: yeah, Ohio has a good tendency to build uh, like small town syndrome. Yeah, where like one or two people are smarter than everyone else, and then you realize that you're just kind of like like everyone else is dumb, but like you aren't really alone in where you are, and sort of. In, uh, like intellectual standing, yeah. So,
1: and then there's a lot of just assuming that you're always right because you're used to being around people that are always wrong compared to you and shit. But then you're talking to someone who's as smart or smarter than you and has 10 years of experience doing what you're trying to learn how to do and shit.
0: Yeah, it's like a fucking offset. Been playing Mortal Kombat uh, 11 and he recently challenged everyone. I get, he may show up to a turn right or something. He was like, I'll take anyone on, I'll fucking buy them niggas. And this nigga's gonna get destroyed. There's always that guy, yeah. There's always gonna,
1: with fighting games, there's always the guy who thinks he's gonna go into the place and destroy everybody and doesn't realize how bad he is.
0: Sonic Fox is gonna beat them cheeks.
1: Yeah, Sonic you don't fucking if you ain't if you haven't seen it, you don't know what's about to happen. Sonic here. Fox is about to fucking turn this nigga out. Sonic Fox is fucking he's an intriguing personality.
0: Sonic Fox is
1: lit just a prodigy in every way. He's th- he's a gay furry. That's that's and if you're not comfortable with that, he's about to embarrass the shit out of you. I don't like, even like gay furries. What's that? Like I've had really bad experiences with gay furries. I would say generally speaking, they're pretty fucking corny people probably. Yeah. They are very much yeah, corny people. I mean they're furries. But Sonic Fox is a real nigga. Yeah. yeah. Generally generally accepting in most fucking cultures and shit like that, but man. That furry shit's pretty fucking corny. It's, Um, like, I get it. I kind of get it. I get it. But you're also kind of, like, dressing up up as fox and taking it very seriously.
0: I think um, furry culture is, like, largely tainted by the fact that, like, a good percentage of the uh, population is just, like, weird-ass fuck niggas who just don't understand boundaries. Yeah. And that was my issue with furry. It's just, like, setting a boundary and them just going, like... Nah, i was just like, all right, you gonna have to back the
1: fuck up. Yeah, I I will slap the shit out of you, my nigga. You remember that time I was pressing Steve Steve's buttons for no reason?
0: Isn't that like every time
1: you interact with Steve? <laughs> no, I generally get along. <laughs> I generally get along with him but uh, but uh, no, I, I I said I didn't realize that he he had identified himself as a furry or whatever, and someone brought up furries and DMC, and I said furries low key just want to fuck animals oh and he went off and he was like real upset about it and I was just fucking pushing his buttons the entire every step of the way then then it was like two days later Legacy f and and we get paired and I smash his fucking cheeks <laughs> <laughs> and we had this like really awkward interaction where he like invited me he's like he's like hey come out back to the store and I'm like pretty yeah, i know he has a flask that he t- brings with him to f&m and shit so i'm pretty i think he's gonna offer me a drink but 20 percent of me is wondering if he's about to try to fight me Fucking, because Frank would destroy this nigga. Like, I would good, destroy. You have a good like sixty pounds, if not eighty pounds, on him. I, I, I good, I'm just saying that I would. It's very likely that I would destroy everybody I've met for magic. Good foot. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. No, nah, don't be, don't fuck be. Fuck I'm you're, sorry, but you're a big fucking. ass nigga. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> big I, ass nigga I, with I, military training. I, like, I, let's I, just, military yeah. training didn't do a lot, Actually, I did do combatives, which is like marginal MMA training, but it didn't really teach me a lot. I just fucking punch really hard. But um got the Deontay Wilder. <laughs> I just fucking I lifted for three years and I punched really hard. But um but yeah, no, I was like I was like wondering like and that's the thing is like when you when, when you're wondering if someone's about to try to fight you and you and you simultaneously know that you would whoop their ass, you're like, is this motherfucker really about to try to do this shit? You just gotta like not get in that situation just but in case. We we like squashed it and drank some whiskey and shit. It was actually he he has he, he had some pretty good whiskey. Was, uh, Steve's cool. cool. The weirdest part of Steve is
0: like when you're just having a random ass conversation, and he's just like, "So, uh, let me tell you about the time I put my girlfriend's head through a wall while fucking her
1: in the asshole." <laughs> you're just like, <laughs> you know, now, Steve. <laughs> you know what, Steve? We were having a good talk. And I just was not ready for this. <laughs> I didn't need to know this. Not gonna like, lie, I'm never gonna be ready for this conversation. Actual story, you, by Steve. the way. I believe you. I believe
0: you. Just fucking Steve is great. He's just fucking weird ass sex stories. like yeah let me tell you about the time I fucking choked out a bitch and so plexed her while fucking it's fucking her face just, <laughs> <laughs> fucking she was about to get off and I gave her the stone cold stone <laughs> <laughs> did I tell you the time about it, how I came in a bitch's eyeball and just <laughs> fucking Steve man him being a father is like the weirdest like yeah. that was the weirdest plot twist for sure <laughs> Fucking hell. So, we
1: still have some topics on the docket here. Hell yeah. Yeah, we, we, this has all been pretty much off the cuff, so... Yeah. yeah, which
0: is great. I love Which it. is
1: great. We got more shit.
0: But uh, Lizzo
1: complained about being body
0: shamed again. Slash. Someone commented on Lizzo's weight and was just like, we shouldn't really glamorize this as a concept because, you know, it's not healthy.
1: Yeah, and, well, that's the thing is, is like, okay. the person that said that shit had pretty much only valid points to I be made. Mean. It was like fucking number one cause of diabetes, number one preventable cause of uh, death or whatever is uh, weight. So like there's a danger to glamorizing being overweight when it's an unhealthy lifestyle and it's okay to be worried about people you care about. Yeah, I think body positivity is fine within reason. Yeah.
0: Like there are people who are a little, little husky or a little thicker and it's just like, yeah, you're fine. But there are people who are just like objectively obese. Yeah. It's like you should... You need to, like, do something or else you're going to die.
1: Yeah, and it's really... I feel really weird about it because the, like, way that Jillian Michaels framed what she said was perfect. (laughs) It's not like she said anything, like, she worded anything, like, poorly or anything, you know? It was just, like, she wanted... It it seemed like she wasn't trying to hear it. (laughs) Right. If you want to be upset about something, you're going to be upset about it. But, like, she didn't really say anything, like, objectively offensive about it. I guess there's no such thing as objectively offensive, but... Because that's all subjective, but... Right, I get what you're saying.
0: She wasn't just like this fat bitch Lizzo is. Yeah, didn't die. didn't
1: fucking say anything really bad at all. Like <laughs> she's
0: like I watched Big Mama's house and you know the old bitch died. It wasn't one of those. It was just yeah. like, "Hey, um I like this person's music and I'm worried about their health because they are objectively overweight." Yeah. And that is the thing that should change. And it's like...
1: They're overweight to the point where it's going to cause health problems. That's what she was saying. Yeah. Right.
0: Like, and you look at like someone like Jennifer Hudson, who is like a bit overweight and lost a bunch of weight. And people still love her, I'm pretty sure. Like I haven't heard about her in a while, but she hasn't really been doing shit. But like...
1: That she was like a coach on The Voice like four or five years ago. That's the only thing I've heard about her for a long time.
0: Right. Yeah. But it was just like one of those things where... um.
1: Got real pretty.
0: She did. Yeah. Um, she was always like attractive. Yeah. But was yeah. Just, like yeah. overweight. It was like when Rihanna got a little, a little husky. Husky Rihanna was fine as
1: fuck. Every version of Rihanna was fine as fuck.
0: Yeah, but husky Rihanna was. Mm. Come here, boy, boy. <laughs> get no. that? Anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, Rihanna's
0: a beautiful woman. So, Trump, the Taj Mahal, getting cleaned out for the first time for Trump. That's like the weirdest fucking plot twist ever. That's some wild shit, shit, right? Like... Kind of fucking
1: funny. It's funny as fuck. Kind of fucking funny, It's not
0: kind of fucking funny. It's funny as fuck. It's like, Taj Mahal there... It's a great wonder of the world, isn't it? Pretty sure. All those slaves died for that. Pretty sure. And then you have fucking Trump pull up, and they're just like, "Let me clean this bitch." Yeah. Nobody else. Nah. Trump, clean this bitch.
1: You gotta be careful for you doing shit like the way that they're talking about redoing the them old ass buildings start crumbling eventually. The Hanging Gardens is one of the fucking things that don't exist anymore. True. Yeah. One of the wonders of the world. That's the one that don't exist anymore. I think it's the only one. And one of them is like a statue that's like crumbled or whatever. But Yeah.
0: I don't know why I just randomly thought of the fucking exorcist. What's funny about the exorcist is everybody assumes it's Satan. That's the the demon that possessed uh, what's your, the child. But it's Pazuzu. Uh, which is a different demon.
1: I can't remember. I hate like, that name so much. Pazuzu. Pazuzu. It sounds like a fucking one of those like It sounds like a pet name. Th- it's no, it sounds like um I Can't know, give your team a name. It a sounds pet name. like an American Italian restaurant side product. <laughs> like you know what I mean? It sounds like Italian Chipotle. Yeah. Instead of like, fucking Piata's Pazuzu. Yeah, yeah. Or either like the name of one or like the name of like an Americanized invention version of Italian food. Like like this is the Pazuzu. It fucking. sounds
0: like some shit that uh blog would say. Like a calzone. Me and my friends are about to go get some mean? zuzu. Yeah. You know? Gonna go get some zuzu. Gonna go eat up.
1: Yeah, dude. It's fucking weird as shit. Pazuzu, but that, so, so it wasn't, this wasn't a, this wasn't a traditional, uh, possession. Yeah. Have you never seen The Exorcist?
0: I've,
1: I've seen The Exorcist. Okay. yeah,
0: Yeah. Uh, I actually recently watched a video how, discussing about how, like, The Exorcist was, um, it wasn't, it's, it was meant to be like a direct, i don't want to say attack but a directed uh response to um how like the american political landscape was slash like religious landscape was like these are the things that people within that time feared just like the autonomy of a human slash everything regarding that and i found that pretty interesting um
1: I need to piss real bad. Okay. The concept of, like, exorcisms has always been really intriguing to me because, like... There are a lot of, like, recorded incidents of, like, witnesses of, ex of like, possessions and, like, exorcisms and then <laughs> working and everything. And it's, like, really interesting to me because I'm skeptical of a lot of other things that are reli- religion-based.
0: I have a possession story. Remind me when I get back from pissing. Okay.
1: Actually, we'll, uh, we'll let you do that story and we'll just fucking edit it whatever. Check the time on this real quick. Yeah, I already checked the time. All right, cool. We'll just fucking edit it from here and you can tell the story from there. Actually, I'm going to take a piss when you're done.
0: Have you taken a piss in a bathtub? Yeah. It's just like, instead of going in the toilet, just going in the bathtub. It's a really liberating
1: feeling. Yeah, it's a big old Target, man. Yeah.
0: But I know Daryl listens to these now, so I'm not going to piss in a bathtub. But
1: He's going to piss in the bathtub. He's just lying on the, the recording. Bathroom. He's just lying on the recording. He's still going to piss not, in the bathtub. I'm not
0: lying on the recording.
1: He's still lying on the recording. The thing about lying on recording is you don't stop lying on recording.
0: Hear that? That's water
1: splashing. I don't think that's coming through on the recording. But, um... I
0: tell the truth on recording.
1: I think that, uh... I think that Daryl probably bathes his his future stepchildren in that pail he's got on top of the fridge. Hell yeah, he does. So we're at Daryl's place. And, uh... Daryl, if you don't know him, Daryl's like a real fucking white guy. Like... Blue collar works at a junkyard or something, you know what I mean? Just real fucking white guy goes to karaoke, all that fucking like vanilla pasty white shit. Right. And like Lawrence comes over here to the point where like he's got a lot of shit that's here. Right. So you'll just like randomly look around the apartment and you'll know certain things are definitely Daryl's and certain things are definitely Lawrence's like this sun kiss. grape. If you think that shit's Daryl's, you're crazy. Fucking the hot sauce in the fridge. Daryl wouldn't fucking touch that shit with a ten foot pole. He thinks black pepper's spicy. Hell, there was a fucking time where I he had all these seasonings, and uh, I went into his cabinet and I noticed that like I'm like, you don't use all these fucking seasonings. What you got these seasonings for? And like I open them up and they all got their seals on them. <laughs> so I changed his nickname in the group chat to "Decorative Seasonings." <laughs> He does have them decorated. I was just talking about um, how like um, you can look around the apartment and you can just tell certain things because you come over here all the time. You don't like room with them, but you come over here all the time where you have a lot of stuff around here, right? Yeah, and like you just look over and you see like I was just looking at like, what I was talking about like something outside. I, I saw the sun-kissed grape and I'm like, I'm like Lawrence. that's Lawrence's. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Because because like, he's like so white. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> fucking the Daryl a fucking. unseasoned broccoli earlier (laughs) (laughs) Daryl's fucking unseasoned broccoli unseasoned broccoli nobody eats unseasoned like I'll eat uncooked unseasoned broccoli but like cooked unseasoned broccoli
1: Jesus fucking Christ what the fuck are you doing Daryl Daryl
0: I'm gonna take a piss too you wanna take a piss too alright cool Hey everyone this is where uh, frank and i take a bit of a break and before we officially came back we ended up just chatting about some stuff so i decided to go ahead and leave that in but uh, as you can hear i am across the room so yeah let's get back into it
1: yeah well that's the thing is is like when i say when i say fucking um, we kind of like went off the off the top those are generally the better episodes it's mm-hmm. just you can't really fabricate it Yeah. So sometimes it'll happen and it'll just be a better episode. I think it's just one of the better ones for sure.
0: That's why the like Joe Rogan podcast works. Just like him knowing enough about these topics and like being a good enough interviewer to let like, um, the guests just like kind of go off the cuff and just like respond to that. That's like, yeah.
1: He's like genuinely intrigued by everything. Um, Mm -hmm. So he asks wow. the right questions because if you aren't like if you don't actually give a fuck you're just gonna ask the questions you think you need to ask mm. but like he's genuinely intrigued so he wants to learn more so he's asking the questions that like you want to ask that you're but you're not there and shit like that
0: mm-hmm. for sure
1: yeah fucking really good podcast It's always interesting when there's like, one example of something that's clearly better than the rest, like, by a lot. You know what I mean? And, like, that's... With podcasts, Joe Rogan has the shit locked the fuck down. Yeah,
0: what's nice is, like, he's pretty chill about, like, inviting people on and
1: shit. And he'll invite anybody on, too. Like, like like fucking different types of people and shit. He's had uh, all different types of fucking, uh... Um... Politicians and shit on there. Um... Or like political speakers and shit. Like he had fucking Bernie. He's he's a Bernie guy. He had Bernie Sanders on there. He had Ben Shapiro on there. He had uh, and he's for uh, legitimate friends with Ben Shapiro. He get along really well. And he had uh, fucking the libertarian guy that ran last time, Gary Johnson, on there a couple times.
0: Fucking Bernie Sanders is just way too pussy.
1: Hundred percent. He's just way too pussy. That's the thing is, like you, you love the guy as a person, but like I don't want that guy running the foreign policy, dude.
0: He's, so, he's just
1: too pussy he's Cause too you nice. can't You can't have People being pussy With the foreign policy bro And that's the thing That's the thing I've always told you That's my biggest beef With the democratic party Is they're pussies With foreign policy
0: Bernie Sanders Is not gonna drone strike Fucking brown
1: kids Cause you gotta fucking You gotta fucking Really stiff arm Some of these Motherfucking world leaders Because we do have The biggest dick In the fucking shower the fucking Sometimes you gotta Fucking just swang That shit a little bit You know It's important
0: Bernie, like, congratulated Joe Biden on, like, his
1: win. Some state or some shit. I just like, bro, stop being a pussy. Yeah. Is, is Bernie still, like, in the lead overall? I have no idea. I know it was very interesting that he was to begin with. Because um, no one really, like, all the projections are always tilted against him anyways. Because, like, the Democratic Party has it out against them. There was, like, a lot of, of, like, really problematic shit that came out about Hillary Clinton fucking him over in a lot of ways. I don't remember the details behind it, but it was it was egregious for sure. When it was just them running against each other or whatever. And he had way better polling numbers versus Trump, too. He probably would have won that one.
0: Yeah, fucking Hillary just... Ugh.
1: You gotta think he might have at least. I don't know. The polls are so inaccurate sometimes. Like, they're super accurate sometimes, and they're super inaccurate sometimes. It's weird. Because the polls all add Hillary winning. She didn't win. (laughs) But she didn't win. (laughs) Again. I think the uh, polls are naturally more and more skewed um, as we progress into people fucking not answering that shit on average. (laughs) Because nowadays, motherfucking everybody screens calls and like fucking doesn't talk to anybody that they don't know and shit. Mm -hmm. That's completely different than it used to be. And I, 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 I treat at least my experience to that from, uh, trolls because one, I know the exact day I stopped answering calls from people I don't know. I was working at Papa John's. I should probably tell this shit on the cast, but, um, I was working at Papa John's and, uh, So I got a call from a private number and I still don't know who it was, but it was someone talking all kinds of shit, like personal shit. Someone I know it was someone talking all kinds of personal shit and it was pissing me the fuck off. And I was an angry teenager and I wanted to fuck somebody up and there was nothing I could fucking do about it. You know what I mean? And then I realized I didn't want to put myself in a position where someone I didn't even know could piss me off like to that level. You know what I mean? Because it's not someone you don't know to where it's different. You know what I mean? It's somebody you know that isn't exposing who they are. So they're saying personal shit that's going to piss you off. Like that people you don't know couldn't do. You know what I mean? But Right. Um, but, uh. yeah. So I had that fucking, I, I had the moment of clarity after that phone call. Where I decided I wasn't going to answer fucking unknown numbers anymore. I'm just black. And I just don't answer calls from people I don't know. That's fair. <laughs> so actually before I paid bills. Because I think most people stop answering calls from numbers they don't know. Because they are paying, they pay bills. And they don't want motherfuckers talking to them about it. Most definitely. You know. But um. But yeah.
0: What story were we going to tell? Oh um
1: exorcism story
0: yeah yeah so uh my mom was really big in pan-africanism which like led to dealing with like african spiritual leaders and etc so there was like um a portion of my life where i spent around like yoruba yoruba priestesses etc and i remember like one time um it was like a priestess being possessed by a deity um, which was like an interesting experience because, like, her son was there and he was like heavily entrenched in the doctrine of things, whereas I was not. And, uh, I don't know. It was like one of those situations, where, like, I don't know if it was a real possession or if it was just like a huge act, definitely acting different than she normally did, but. Yeah. You know, it was just one of those situations. So, I don't put a huge emphasis on it. Like, I don't... My my outlook on things is, like, whether or not there is an afterlife is kind of irrelevant. Uh, I just feel like you should treat people not like shit. Yeah. 100%. And everything past that just kind of doesn't matter. Like, these huge, like, ritualistic... Uh, endeavors or focuses it doesn't matter to me
1: yeah I've always taken the perspective of there's validity in the majority of the message that most religions make and uh, as long as you're good to people if there is an afterlife then you'll be fine we talked about Satanism you know? on the cast and yeah like every religion at their
0: core kind of just preaches the same thing
1: yeah so I just don't don't treat people like shit and fucking, full stop yeah and fucking mind your own business basically Yeah. so I don't know
0: but you know niggas is nosy niggas is
1: no better fucking nosy. believe it I don't fucking mind my business at all what was <laughs> that I said I don't fucking mind my business at all no I'm so nosy <laughs> yeah hell yeah I'm so
0: fucking nosy my coworkers hate it I yeah. just walk into conversations that don't involve me I'm just like what's up they what, fucking hate it. Why are talking about me. it here? <laughs> <laughs> my coworkers fucking hate me. It's gas. Yeah.
1: I'll mind it, though. I don't really give a fuck. Fucking, oh, no. I ever tell you about my experience with ghosts? Fire off, King. <laughs> <laughs> like, am I am I really gonna also pop this into this fucking Patreon episode? Sure. Patreon
0: like, or regular episode? The world yeah. may never
1: know. We'll find out. Yeah, that's true. It's probably yeah. gonna be a regular episode. To be honest, that's all right. It's so interesting. We can swerve that into the regular episode. But um, so my wife's sister, my wife's sister died when she was fourteen. Okay, I believe fourteen. Um, and that's obviously a big part of her life. You know what I mean? The fact that that happened to her and shit, and that's something you hear about a lot. Like when you're getting to know someone that had that lost a sibling at that age and shit like that, you know, or at any age really. I had an ex whose mother committed suicide. So yeah, huge, it tends to huge, like it's a huge part of their fucking life at that point because it was a uh, when you deal with trauma, it does a lot for your development as a person. It has a so huge impact of, on how you they build eat. yourself around that trauma, to where it's a lot. It's a big part of who you are as a person.
0: Right, their worldview is fundamentally shifted.
1: Yeah. Um, and uh, but uh, so I had been with her. I've been married to her for a couple years. I was living in Loveland. I think I knew you guys at this point. Um, Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I was living in Loveland. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because meeting people through magic is funny because you like interact with someone through games and shit. And then eventually you're just like, oh, this person is a fuck nigga. <laughs> <And> <laughs> yeah, <you're> like, okay. <laughs> yeah, for
1: sure, for sure. So, um, and like, there's just one day, um, I'm, I wake up, I look over, and I see my wife's sister like watching her sleep, um, like as if she's a person. You know what I mean? Like straight up, fucking some real weird shit. Um, and. Uh, that's I saw her watching her and then I said, I was like it was weird because I wasn't fucking scared at all because I I always told you I like I told you earlier in the episode like I'm like irrationally unafraid of shit you know what I mean so I'm like just excited to see my wife's sister the you know rest what I mean? of the
0: world calls that white privilege
1: <laughs> okay whatever whatever um you can call it what you want man um but uh but i'm just like hi you know what i mean like what are you she was like surprised she was <laughs> hello like, ghost <laughs> like what do you what are you fucking doing here you know what i mean and like she was surprised that i could see her like th- that was what it seemed like with her reaction but uh but she's like hi and like waved at me and shit like she was excited to see me or whatever um and i don't remember remember how i stopped saying you know, if i fucking blanked and she was gone or something but i think we've all seen ghosts like i remember one time when i was living
0: in florida i came out of my room um and we had, like, a like a lazy boy in the living room. And mm-hmm. I saw an arm on the lazy boy.
1: And it was just, like... You say you saw an arm on it?
0: Yeah. I swear it. And it was just, like, here's this arm on the lazy boy. And it was just, like, there's obviously a person there. So, like, I don't know if I necessarily believe in ghosts, but it's, like, I don't not believe in them. Yeah. It's just, like, a thing that could happen. And I could believe it could happen. I don't know if it's,
1: like, a psychological effect or, like, a thing that happens. That's the thing is, like, this... This shit's pretty crazy because, like, when she first died, they had a lot of weird shit happening at their at their house that they used to be at. Had because uh, she had a sister, um, another sister. She has another sister that was close in age to the one that died, and they were super close. And she would, they would always hear her talking when she was in the room by herself. That they because they stayed in the same room, they would always hear her talking when she was in the room by herself, and she would always say she was talking to Anna, was her sister that died. Okay. Um, you know, and they had um, some weird shit happen. Um, my wife had this, like, bracelet that her and Anna had gotten um, or whatever. And, like, it broke into half randomly. And, like, half of it she never found again. Like, after she died. A lot of weird shit. Um, but since I've been with her, we had... It stopped maybe two or three years ago. But we had a lot of weird shit happen all the time. Um, and it was like there were like maybe four or five times where we would both get up while we were watching a TV show and it would just pause. Interesting. And I'm just like, I notice it. And I'd be like, appreciate it. You know what I mean? <laughs> just fucking keep moving and shit. And it makes you, makes me wonder, like, is she fucking watching TV with us? You know Dabbing what I mean? up to a real niggas. She fucking, there was one time where she, uh, the fucking radio in my car kept changing. Interesting. Just a lot, a lot. We're talking like, 15 20 different instances of random weird shit happening with electronics and shit that that wouldn't ever normally happen you know what right I mean? well, again
0: like one issue i have is like if i'm tired and i'm driving i fall asleep like mm-hmm. i'll fall asleep while driving and one time i was driving and i like completely fell asleep and we were like in the left lane of the highway and i woke up on the fucking um median portion yeah. Like, hit the rumble ships and everything woke up. It's, like, one of those things where, like, you can tripla- attribute it to uh, divine intervention or whatever. But it's, like, one of those things that makes you think, like...
1: Oh, I got some stories. Is there a reason I'm still alive? That sort of shit. I got some fucking stories. Oh, fire <laughs> off. <laughs> I'm not saying, I'm fucking, We're just getting into all my juicy stories today. Oh, of course. Fucking, um... So, uh... Um... I used to drive like a fucking idiot. <laughs> but, uh... There was uh, one particular time um, where I had just gotten this new Lincoln. It was a, a Lincoln Continental. It had a V8 engine. It was a pretty good engine in it or whatever. Um, and I decided I was going to floor it. Um, but uh, I ended up going 95 into a tree head on okay. with three other people in the car. Okay. The fucking front end of it's a very large front end car and shit, but like 95 into a tree, you know what I mean? Um, And none of us were even hurt. Okay. Four people, no injuries, no fucking damage whatsoever. Um, It was real weird. Like my brother had like seatbelt rash. That was it. That was it. Interesting. It was very interesting.
0: Yeah, car crashes are inter- are weird because like um it's better be like relaxed during the whole experience. Because yeah. you just like flail around and you're fine. Yeah. Your body but tends you to like, take
1: care of itself. If you tense up, your shit breaks everywhere. <laughs>
0: exactly. Yeah. If you tense up, you're fucked. But if you're just like, oh, it's a crash that's happening, I'm fine.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was a I got a reckless op for that, six points. Real fun stuff. Hmm. Yeah. There's another story I'll tell you off the podcast because it's real sketchy. Interesting. Yeah. And maybe I'll talk about that shit in the fucking Discord. (laughs) Maybe I'll talk about this shit in the Discord, but it's like some, like, yeah, it's been over seven years, but should I really talk about some really sketchy shit? Probably not. Fucking shout out to the real niggas in the Discord. Yeah. real
0: niggas, plural
1: singular. <laughs> Just,
0: like our Discord member. <laughs> but yeah, fucking. So
1: I think I will. I think I will talk about it in the Discord. Fuck it. Okay.
0: okay. So um, there's this cover of Roddy Rich's the box. That was this white woman. And she was doing like this whole big thing about it and it was fucking terrible. Hate it. Hate it with a burning passion heart. Made
1: me want to kill myself. Hate everything like it. But um all the other versions that do the same other thing. Fucking hate them too. Like but anyways, I, explain what it is now. Now that I've now that I've yeah it that way. She was
0: making all the sounds in the box and fucking singing and terrible. It was fucking terrible. But I never thought I would miss the era of white girls doing acoustic covers of rap songs. You remember that? Where it was like an acoustic guitar, a white girl, and she would sing it all soulfully. Or yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, you talking about like the folk versions of rap songs and shit? Kind of like that, yeah. Shit was kind of dope in its own way, though. You know? Nikki Houghton built, built a career off of it, and then she yeah. got a bunch of plastic surgery, and people were just like, what the fuck happened to you? Yeah. Yeah. It's always a shame when people are like like beautiful people get famous and they just like try to per- perfect what they look like when really they just end up fucking it all up. Insecurity is a bitch. Yeah, insecurity sucks, man. Depression is a motherfucker, dude, for sure. And uh, there's a way uh, fame has a this weird way of magnifying that because you start like looking at other people that are famous that do look perfect because people get famous for different reasons, you know. And uh, you start comparing yourself to them because, like, you don't actually like have a realistic grasp on everything that's going on because your life's so fucking weird at that point, you know? Right, your whole your so like, yeah, dude, is- you're you're not gonna fucking look like Shakira, bro fucking because you made some really good music and now you're famous because you're really good music you know what i mean so you start fucking doing all this weird shit to your face and now suddenly you look worse than you ever did before
0: yeah she had like facial implants and ass implants and yeah. breast implants and all this shit and like what was funny is she um posted like a instagram photo or whatever it's just like i talk about how she like grew up as a thick white girl and people posted like old photos of her and it was just like you you were not a thick white girl. Mm-hmm. That wasn't your experience.
1: Quit like, lying. Like, why the fuck you lying? Remember that I shit? He's lying. Oh my god. Stop fucking lying. Oh, I missed God. that shit. That shit was fucking super. because oh, That was like a crispy ass. There was a unique fucking like meme frame, right? The, mm, oh my God. Oh yeah, dude. The nasally yeah. portion of it. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like he made it nasally,
0: I don't know if he realized that. For he, sure on purpose, like, for sure on purpose. Dude. I don't think it was on, you don't it, think it, so? it was it it on purpose, be, but I don't think he realized that like it being nasally made it, it's easy for
1: everyone to hit it right like we just yeah, harmonized, easily, right yeah. and neither of us are fucking singers yeah and like yeah. i can't sing i can sing shit. better than you think i could i just don't fucking, i, I, I don't, can't sing i just don't, i'm not a, i'm not a clown so i don't fucking perform <laughs> for people you know what i mean but i can actually i can actually sing pretty well you'd be surprised for frank yeah yeah but um but yeah that right there that shit because like they that was a, a unique meme format where they were able to attack certain things that they didn't normally attack like it was like that, and and uh, you said that fucking. We're like, you don't remember that shit? The fucking um Rito Brown series. No, nah. bro, I know you saw it. I probably did. I know you said like Rito Brown, that dude. Um, he was like a chunky black oh. dude, lost weight, then he got conceited for no reason. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> fucking, you said that? And then it showed what he actually said? It fucking. was the
0: the series where he would like, yeah, dog, I, I was in this situation, I said X, Y, and Z, and someone was like, you said that? And I was like, yeah. And then really, reality. he said A, B, and C.
1: <laughs> <Fucking>.
0: <laughs> and it was just like, nah, I fucking hoed out. Yeah, for sure. All those Instagram fucking um,
1: influencers just fell off, like... They just completely fell off. It's fucking yeah. funny to watch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because that shit was fucking huge. That's why I like it. was. It was at the point where, like, I know that you're in Rain enough in like black Twitter and like shit like that, where there's no way you would have missed the entire series <clears> if you said, you said that because that shit was everywhere. No, we used to send each other Rito Brown's
0: videos. And yeah, shit. for sure. And um, God, all those people fucking
1: fell off. For sure. Jesus Christ. They had him on some ADD shit, right?
0: Yeah, some ADD shit. ADD is back now.
1: They just kind of. I haven't I haven't fucked with it in a while. It's been roast while. me is back. They they changed the format of roast nah. me and like I I the like no it's the same format. No, it's the same format.
0: It's the same okay. format.
1: They released it a weird way, and I didn't end up checking it out. There or, was like really the first happened.
0: season where it was like a game show, and then they did the whole like classroom setting shit.
1: Oh no, I know, and I and I and I followed all that, but then they like released it all at once in like a weird way, and I didn't end up fucking with it. I don't remember what it was. I didn't end up watching it. I need to f- probably check that out. Yeah, no, it's... Because Roast Me's always been funny.
0: Roast Me is fucking great.
1: There's a whole, like, the whole thing with uh, that one dude who literally won't say anything funny, but his delivery's so good that everything he says is hilarious. What's his name? Fucking Craig. Yes. Where he's just like, Hey, nigga. Yo, breath smells like dolphin skittles. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. But the way he delivers is like, yo, breath smelled like dolphin skittles. He has that big uncle of energy. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like that. Uncle like it, who always just say weird shit and you just went along with it. But like it's it's weird because like everything he says, if you just read the fucking script, not even close to funny, like what the fuck is this guy saying? But he's still one of the funniest guys there because he's just the way he says it's so fucking funny your breath smell like toothpaste dandruff. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> just seriously, like some shit like that. Yeah. Fucking- you
0: just like, you just fucking die laughing. You're just like, what the fuck is toothpaste dandruff? It was perfect. <laughs> yeah. Like his whole formula was just like weird shit that didn't make sense. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> Yo, kneecaps wear wigs. <laughs> some <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? Like fucking. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: oh fuck alright I think that's a good bit I think we got an extra cozy let's get out of this bitch yeah 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 stay cozy (laughs) stay cozy